take your position. The show is about to start. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to On Screen, where we discuss all things cinema all the time. Here's your host. The award goes to Joe Burnett, Joe Cuffney, and Jesse Reichenstein. Lights, camera, action. All right. Uh, this is September 2nd. It's been a little bit since we recorded the last episode. Um, we've all been pretty busy with work, so pretty excited to get back into it. Um, yeah. This week, we are Jesse Picked in a world. In a world. In a world. 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 In a world. Hey, make sure your phone's turned off. I think we're getting some feedback out here. Oh. Ugh. Sorry. Duh. Ready, ready. This Wednesday, one woman will teach another woman. <clears throat> I just woke up, so my voice is cold. Let's face it. The industry does not crave a female yeah, sound. Yeah, Dad, you may be painfully aware of that my whole but life. Not I being sexist, to... that's just the truth. Okay. You should stick with the accents. That's what you're good at. What was that great, that Russian Star Wars thing you used to do as a yeah, kid? Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Please, let me hear it. These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> I just love that. It's so random. I've been working. The vocal coaching, right? Hello, Carol. Eva Longoria. Stop what you think, you stupid slapper. Eva, could you just put the cork back in your mouth and work on those vowels? Thank you. You make a choice. I might be the voice of Sunny Delight. Sunny D? Next up, lemon drop shots on me. I'll see you. I'll see you tonight then. All right. Okay. I know she hung up already. Is that obvious? I lost it to a broad? Are you kidding me? Nowadays, they're flying planes, they're taking jobs. That's just the reality. Welcome to today's world. Let's give the voiceover industry something to talk about here. What do you say? Sorry, I got carried away there. There's a great big epic coming down the pike. The Amazon Games. It's about these fierce, mutated female Amazonian warriors battling clone prehistoric cavemen hybrids. It's all based on the Prussian War. And everybody's in a huff, I guess. They're reinstating the hokey in a world gimmick. In a world. Your dad is so hot. My, 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 my. Ugh. Chim, chimmery. Nope, stupid slap up. This Wednesday, one woman will teach another woman to sound a little less. Can I get a smoothie around here? I don't know where you'd get a smoothie around here at all. I'm so oh, sorry. Okay, thanks so much. Yeah, no worries. In a world. In a world. In a world. Well, cannot wait to see that movie. Directed and written by Lake Bell, which I did not know she wrote or directed. So that was pretty cool. Was this a directorial debut or I don't know? I don't know. Let me see, actually. I honestly don't know much. I didn't really know much about her slash don't know much about her. So, but I've heard the name, like her name sounds very familiar. And this is now this one is I feel like this one was special in a little bit way to me because it's about it's basically about Don LaFonte, who is, for those who do not know, is like the voice over God from like the 90s and early 2000s. He Which is it, famous, obviously, for the three words in a world. 
And I, me and Joe used to make movies growing up and Jesse too, but me and Joe would always use the, like his voice and everything. And we'd always try to mimic his voice and make trailers. So I, I did love that part about this whole movie. Yeah. It's like such an iconic voice. And like, I, I was the whole time I was like trying to figure out, uh, cause like, I think like her dad was like the follow on to Don LaFonte or was trying to be at least, um, right. Yeah, I get that right. That's what I got yeah, understood so, from it. Yeah, so like, but but yeah, he. It was always like it, it was almost like sentimental to like go back because like all the trailers back then were like in a world where blah and then whatever else, but it didn't matter because that was the only important part. Uh, so yeah, it was like almost like oddly like sentimental. Isn't that crazy though that you can remember so like just those three words from just any trailer like that's such a staple of movies. It's crazy. It's just and, voiceover artists, like, and the fact that they could take that and make an entire movie out of it is—I uh, think it just speaks to, you know, how iconic of a line and uh, how iconic Don Levante was. Yeah, even though this doesn't really have like too much to do with them, but like, right? I mean, he's so. I funny. only picked this because last podcast you mentioned Don Levante, and I popped right into my head, and I was like, oh, that would be a good movie, like. I like that. No one's seen this before, right? No, I've seen it before. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why it popped into my head. Gotcha. When you guys were talking about it last podcast, I was like, oh, I know exactly what movie I've seen. And gotcha. Dimitri yeah, Martin's have... not in a movie where I don't go see Okay, it. I was going to, uh, okay, that makes sense. I hadn't seen it, but um, once I did see it and I saw Dimitri Martin and I was like, yeah, this is a Jesse movie. Yep. I always remembered like the cover art for this. <clears throat> like I'd, I would always see it in like, you know online and stuff but i never know what it actually is about i never like read about it but um i love the concept i think it's super cool i feel like you don't see a lot of movies or shows based on like well you, you see like making movies about movies being made like that's a popular thing but not like voiceover artists like i think that's super cool because voiceover work is so interesting because like theoretically it's not super complicated but it is at the same time like you're just behind a mic and you just talk you don't have to show emotions and stuff but like it's so hard to get that emotion in your voice and it's so i don't know it's so important like if you think of like animated shows like those shows are nothing without the voices like if you had like spongebob if that was just like a normal voice nothing it'd be (laughs) not a good show it's a great example crazy but i did love it they were were kind of like a loot like almost making fun of uh like, I don't know if this is the correct genre for it, but like the like epic uh, movies, like movies that are just like overly dramatized, like almost to the point where it's like comedy. Um, right. Which like, I, I didn't really think about it until I was watching this, but you don't really see a ton of that anymore, I feel like. Um, no, you don't. Whereas, which, whereas like growing up back then when everything was Don LaFonte, like everything was made to be way more epic than it actually was right but you know it still got you excited about it which was the whole point totally i think like also like the evolution of cinematography and editing i think really have like made trailers like i don't know i feel like trailers weren't as good i think they needed that voice behind them just because how they were cut together and because trailers weren't always a huge thing i mean they they existed back in the day but it was like here's a short clip or here's the director like Hitchcock would explain, he'd be like, this is my movie Psycho. This is what it's about. And then it would that would be like the trailer essentially. But like, I feel like actual blockbuster trailers weren't really a huge thing until like maybe the 80s or like the early 90s. 
And I feel like they they just didn't know what to show. So they showed all these explosions and random things and it didn't make any sense. So you needed this voice behind it explaining. But nowadays, I feel like trailers are so good that they've gotten really good at cutting to music and sound effects and all this other stuff. So I think it's really cool. I would love to see like a doc about the evolution of trailers. That actually would be really interesting. And, and like, to me, to me anyway, and this is my opinion, but like, I feel like the Don LaFonte era of trailers is the best version of trailers because like, like I think about, um, uh, shoot, what's the name of that, uh, DC movie with an amazing trailer that actually wasn't oh, that good. Oh, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Um, yeah, like amazing trailer, like almost gave the entire movie away. And then you go watch the movie and I was just like very underwhelmed. Uh, but that is probably definitely top five favorite trailers of all time. Um, they have evolved quite a lot. It'd be really interesting to see the evolution of trailers over time. Oh, hundred percent. It's funny that you brought that up because I mean, that kind of goes back to what I was just saying. Like, I, I, I honestly feel like the Suicide Squad trailer that kind of kickstarted what, what we're in right now with the trailers. Like that was like, I feel like you never really saw it. Like they cut to Bohemian Rhapsody so well, like all the gunshots and the hits. Like, I feel like that wasn't a thing until that trailer came out. Now it's everywhere. I think that was a, such a trendsetter, but that is one of the few rare cases when the trailer is better than the movie, which unfortunately happens a little bit. Um, See, I actually think that's not that rare anymore. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I guess nowadays it's, it's, a, it's a definitely. I feel like there's a turn at, like when you were saying, like in a world where it's like clips that aren't even from the movie, it's just like, you know, like a shot of the planet and it's like <laughs> in a world. And then it's just like these cityscapes and like, you know, random stuff. And then when they switch to like showing clips from the movie, I feel like there was like a strong period where like every movie was given away by the uh, trailer or like funny movies all the funny parts were in the trailer and you'd go watch the movie and you'd be like right. oh those were the funny parts and there's no other funny parts they just took all the funniest ones and put them in a trailer oh 100 percent. there's a, there was almost like like it became like an art to not give away your movie in the trailer right <laughs> right right there's like a fundamental difference between like uh like setting up the story in a trailer such that like you as a potential watcher of this movie can be like would I be interested enough to watch this? And then it switched to like, hey, we're just going to show you all the best scenes from the movie. Um, and then if you want to see more, you know, or just see less interesting more context. Right. <laughs> it's funny because like, like, uh, yeah, those, I feel like trailers from like the 90s and 2000s, like they were longer too. Like they were three and a half minutes, like three minutes. And they would just show like little clips. And it, like you were saying, Jesse, like the comedy movies, it would just be all the funny parts into one movie. Like I just think of, I don't know if it's what movie it is, but it was some romantic comedy. I don't think it was When Harry Met Sally, but it was something similar to that. And I think it was Don LaFonte or something. And you're just like, two lovers meet up in New York City like that. And it just shows like random clips of these people like, for me, those trailers don't make sense and they give a lot away, but they're still fun. But like, I feel like I don't like nowadays, I, I try not to watch any trailers because they give away everything. But I, I watch them after the movie that I watch. I don't know. It's weird. It's a very interesting topic. It is really weird because I, I didn't I, would, I didn't think about it until you just mentioned it. But yeah, like like almost like avoiding trailers is like a thing now that yeah. uh, 
you know, like, cause, cause otherwise like one of the, one of the best things about movies is when there's like a surprise ending and you didn't expect it. But like, I feel like a lot of movies, you either know the ending going into it cause it's like a well-known story or something or, mm-hmm. or the trailer gave it away. Oh, for sure. And I feel like one of my favorites are like teaser trailers, you know, where it's like a 30 second to a minute clip. Like I wish they just stuck with that, you know, like I'm trying to think of an example. Off the top of my head, I can't remember, but like, I wish it was like, they would show like, I tried to do this with my senior film. Like I made like a teaser trailer before a trailer. And it was basically like, I had a shot of like a church of where it took place. And I kind of just slowly zoomed in with like audio behind it. And then I cut to black and I had like the, the title. And I was like, I like teasers, but way better. Cause you have no idea what's going on. Which makes it a little more ambiguous. Yeah. I, I agree. That's, that's what a trailer is supposed to be. It's supposed to just right. Right. See if you're interested. Not really a movie, but I feel like Bo Burnham's inside trailer was basically that. I actually never watched that. I didn't really see a trailer for that. I think he, when he announced it, it was just, I mean, because it was like an Instagram post, you know, but I'm pretty sure it was just like a 30 second clip of like him inside, like a slow moving one shot and then inside kind of. I love that. See, that's all you need. It's also just like our attention spans can't handle anything right than 30 seconds at this point. So. Yeah, I feel like Gen Zers aren't made for A24 movies. <laughs> <laughs> Just the slow zoom in for like a minute, two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so say. should we talk about the movie maybe a little bit? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we just yeah, gave a little it. precursor to movie trailer history, <laughs> but let's talk about the movie. No, this was great. I actually really like this. I... Uh, it's very kind of my alley-ish. Uh, you know, I like movies on, based on making movies and things like that. I love like showbiz movies. It's kind of fun. I feel like it's they're also pretty accurate, I feel like, because people who make them obviously work in showbiz. So they, it, I feel like they're not making anything up. Like her family dynamic with her dad, I just feel like that's a real LA family, a showbiz family that just makes a lot of sense to me, which is kind of sad in a way. <laughs> but it's, I don't know, that's, that's, that's what it is, but... I don't know. It was good. I liked it. The cast was great. Dimitri Martin was, he was great. Loved it. Okay. You could literally just record me being like, such a great cast. So fun for every movie. That is my <laughs> review. Um, well, but then we'll yeah, record that and play it back for every just, <laughs> I'm not even in <laughs> podcast anymore. I just like a clip pops up and I'm like, can we talk about the cast? It was so great. So fun. <laughs> and then it disappears. <laughs> Oh. Um, yeah I mean I remember at the time like because Demetri Martin doesn't really act so like if he pop into a movie I'd be like oh cool um, but it's just like everyone is uh, so good in this movie Tignataro random also hilarious yeah movie. totally Michaela, Michaela Watkins who? who plays her sister plays like Belle's I sister. don't know I'm not she's sure like so know. good and pops up into random stuff Okay. Like, I feel like she's one of those actors who's in, you see, and you're like, oh, you're in a lot of stuff. I just, I couldn't name one thing you're in, though. But you're <laughs> right, 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 right. Nick Offerman. Oh, yeah. Weird. Oh, yeah, 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 him too. Yeah, such a and good And little cameos uh, from, like, Eva Longoria and Cameron Diaz and Gina Davis yeah. and Jeff Garland. Like, huge cast. I love when celebrities make cameos as, as themselves, like I in Hollywood that. movies. It's as, so fun. Yeah, which is like, I think the great part about like movies about making movies, if it's like not real life, but they have real celebrities in it. Right, uh, right. 
it's a it's a fun mix uh and also like plays into like nostalgia like it wouldn't it's fun to look back because we remember that it probably doesn't age as well if you're like young and then you're like i don't know who eva longoria is or like i don't yeah you know these people mean nothing to me but that's so true actually that's a very good point yeah i kind of like um i like the story because like i like when the movie's I guess it depends on how it's done, but for the most part, I like kind of like when movies take like a real topic, like the death of Don LaFonte, and they kind of make it into their own story. I think that's always kind of fun because, like, I mean, I don't know if something similar happened if that was based on anything, but it was kind of it's a, it was kind of a cool, interesting story. But yeah, I don't know. It's like an alternative ending, but a whole movie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like I like that. I would love us like a like four or five different movies on the same thing. Like the death of Don LaFonte. One movie goes one way, one goes the other way, one goes the other way. It's almost like a multiverse of the same thing, but it's kind of different things that happen. Like, I think that'd be kind of cool. I feel like we've hit, you know, in our normal, we pitch movie ideas in these podcasts. I feel like <laughs> we've had something similar before where it was like each of us makes the same movie. But That's what I'm saying. Style. Like everyone makes the Halloween, that storyline, right? Everyone makes that, but a different genre. That would be fun. Yeah, let's do it. I'm into it. Clear your October. Perfect. Um, yeah, and then who who is that? Mo? Who got who was that? Um, he's like a famous comedian, the bald guy. Oh, uh, yeah, he's in he was in he's in Hot I mean, Time Machine. That's like what I know him from. Yeah, I he always like reminds me of like the league guys. Oh though, yeah, like Andre, you know, like that yeah. crew of comedians. I bet he hangs um, out with them. I could see that. <laughs> he was good though. I liked his character because usually he's kind of like a nuts, like a, a nutcase dude. But I feel like this one, he was actually kind of like a stable uh, fiance, boy, boyfriend. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of fun. That was also such a random... The Irish dude was such a random scene. There's a lot of random scenes in this, I feel like. But it kind of worked. I pulled up a uh, review and I wanted, I wanted to do a takeover of Jesse's segment. Oh, please. Yes. Let's do it. Like, it just fits kind of what you just said. Read that review. It's uh, four out of ten stars. It says... A set, the title is Meh. Uh, right, wait, right. <laughs> wait, you gotta read the author too. M underscore exchange. Okay. M exchange. Very familiar uh, with their with their work. So. <laughs> this is a sentence that somebody wrote on on the board sums it up for me. This movie has moments of minor charm, but it's really all over the place. It's about fathers, daughters, husbands, wives, the voiceover industry, gender politics, and new love. It never comes together into a coherent picture. So, like, I think you agree with this person, Joe. Yes and no. I wouldn't give it a four and I wouldn't say meh, <laughs> but I, I think like, I personally liked the, the scatteredness of it. Like I like this, this is kind of like a mumble Corey indie movie that there's no real plot there is, but there's not, it's kind of like this girl who's living her, you know, daily life as a VO instructor trying to make it big or whatever after her dad. I like how it just kind of follows that. And there's no like real drama. That kind of takes place. I mean, I kind of like those types of movies because it's like it kind of breaks the mold of just like the oh, here we start the movie, something cool happens, then there's a huge, you know, there's a climax, something goes wrong, and then it ends. It's like, I don't know. I like when it's, things differ. 
like, yeah. like if I told you that the climax of this movie was going to be a voiceover audition, would right. you be really excited? <laughs> Honestly, if it ended with that, I wouldn't care. I, I like, I like, I think I like the subject enough where it wouldn't bother me. They they did build it up to the point where it felt like I thought it was going to end right there. The big moment of the movie, mm. even though it's you know just three people doing a voiceover audition, right. I these movies all the time that I love that are like Mumble Corey, but I've seen them like if I've seen them before, so I'm rewatching, but I can't remember what happened, you know, because I watched this when it this weird thing. Whoa. Um <laughs> so like I'm watching it and I'm I'm going, oh right, what happens? Like what's the plot? And so I'm just watching it and like trying to think, and then it just like ends, and I'm like, oh wait, what? This this just ends. This is it. Because I'm like trying to put together the plot, but again, there like isn't too much of it. So I'm trying to remember something that did not happen. But I just I, see, that I love happens that. to me all the time with these. Yeah, yeah I, I love these movies, but anytime I rewatch them, that's how it feels to me. Because I'm like right. trying to remember some plot that's not there. And I feel like those are the types of movies that perfect types of movies to zone out. Because then you can always come back and be like, oh, I didn't really miss much because there's nothing, there's no plot to like build up to. Now I'm curious about what you think about it, Joe, because you're you know you're such a plot guy. I mean, like, I think about like, you know, we'll talk about it for the next episode, but it's kind of similar in the way where there's no real plot and it's just kind of like Christopher Guest. This is way more of a plot than what we're talking about now. (laughs) Oh, 100%. But I'm just curious, like what you, how do you feel about like these indie kind of indie, I don't want to say no plotters, but like. Yeah, I I think my thing with these like mumble quarry kind of movies is like, if it can keep me on my toes and like. Cause like I'll lose interest if like 10 minutes pass and passes and like nothing really happens, you know, mm-hmm. but like, with, I don't know with, with this one, I would say it, it kept my attention enough. It, I, I, there were probably moments where I was like, this is going slow. This is going slow. Like just, yeah. just in terms of the plot, like even if it was funny, totally. um, but like, if it's like, if it's the sort of like, like we'll talk about it for the next one, but like, um, if it's something that's just like so absurd or so interesting or so random, like that to keep me interested, like, like, I, I feel like I need that hook to like stay into these kinds of movies. That makes sense. I could see that. Yep. Um, I really liked the, uh, the part, which I really appreciated too. It was the part where Mo had, I don't even know what it was someone put like a little tape like a little tape with a note on it or something i can't remember what it said but he was like i think it was the eventual tape to listen to when he found out his girlfriend like cheated on him or something but it i appreciate when he said how am i going to play this because i feel like in (laughs) movies if they're handed like a dvd a vhs or like a you know any kind of like cassette tape or something they just automatically find something and play it but i really appreciate like, that he was like closet, how do i play this <laughs> yeah like he's like how do i play this i'm like that's so true because even a dvd nowadays it's hard to play i guess this I, was early 2000s but or mid early mid just as an aside i saw a like clip of a oh, really? younger kid not knowing what a cd was um oh my was gosh like, man we're old dude we're almost there that kids won't even know harry potter i mean they're kind of not they don't really know it i feel like nowadays kind of insane yeah i I think this thing was like asking a kid like if they knew what it meant to burn a cd and they're like what 
<laughs> I feel like they'll come back. Everything comes back at some point. I mean, cassettes are back. Like things will come back. Get your nostalgia CDs. Yeah, right. I used to love burning CDs. Yeah, um, I was gonna mention uh, with the cast to just some interesting tidbits was uh, Nancy, who's like that just other girl who I think like Dimitri Martin goes. Yeah, yeah. The she actually after this, her and Tignataro got married, and they oh, I saw that. Um, yeah. And Pippa, is it Pippa or am I naming for Pippa? The upstairs neighbor. Who's I British. think it was Pippa. Tallulah. Uh, she was married to Elon Musk twice. Whoa. She was Elon Musk's wife. Uh, wow. For a long time. Interesting. And then they divorced and then they got remarried again and then divorced again. But huh. Interesting. That's kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah, I read that fact though. It was funny because like the scene where um Nancy and Cher are like talking and they're like kind of flirting, or I think Cher was flirting with her. I was like, that's such a real flirt on set because they didn't start dating until after production. So I was like, that's kind of fun, actually. I love those little with the benefit hits. of all the of hindsight and context. Exactly. I actually loved her character Nancy's character too. She was so funny. Like when she was wasted at the party. The party was hilarious. Her and Tigger, like the really like the funniest people i'm not i'm uh, not super familiar with tig takes her stand-up so good she also has a podcast called don't ask tig that's hilarious but i listen to tig a lot but it's just funny because i know the name stephanie i know no she's an actor i just like never put a i like can never think of who it is because i just hear her name yeah so, like watching this i was like oh yeah that's her that's stephanie it's, she uh, looks familiar like she has that face where it's like i know you from right? something yeah yeah and then I don't know if you, I mean, I don't know how well you know friends, but uh, her dad's girlfriend, like uh, the young girl, the blonde girl, she played Elizabeth, which is Ross's like, she was Ross's student who, who they dated for a little bit, oh. which I'm like, wait, in everything I've seen her and she dates older dudes. <laughs> I wonder if she's typecasted for that. <laughs> typecasted for dating older men. that way. <laughs> but Yeah. But yeah, this was funny. This is good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I think I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I didn't expect, expect it to be bad or anything, but it just didn't. I don't know. I didn't know much about it. Like, I didn't. I'm not super familiar with the cast or anything. So, but I actually thought like Dimitri Martin, like I've seen him in a couple of things, like as like a, you know, one or two liner person, whatever. I feel like he's actually a good Contagion. actor. Yeah, Contagion. Exactly. Yeah, like two lines. And in, um, I think he's in, oh, that's Aziz. I was like uh, the rocker. He's in one of those funny comedy movies, though. Um, but he's actually yeah. like a solid actor. Like, I feel like a lot of comedians who be you know who do acting like they're not as good doesn't translate as well. But like, he can actually pull it off. Like, he's actually good. He have we talked about his movie? I'm Probably, gonna, but you can it. you oh, can talk Dean. about it. Again. I don't know. Maybe What's I'll pick it sometime. Dean? Dean. It's like a movie. It's like his movie. He stars in it, but I think he wrote. I don't know if he directed it um but it was like it was after this 20 like 7 i don't know maybe but like it was really good it's like a good small small film. Cool. i feel like i could like i feel like i could be really good into him he's he seems like i every time i hear a joke i'm like yeah that's funny he's good it's it's, it's such an awkward comedy though that's the yes. thing that like I like about him because but I can't I could not picture him doing any other type of comedy really right yeah but he 
And I feel like it translates though, because it also just feels so real. You know, like his character doesn't exactly. I feel like that's who he is. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like you're like, oh, I know people like that, or like, oh, I know that. Like he's not like it's not like the character who plays it cool, and you're like, it's cool for a movie, but like nobody's that cool. <laughs> he's just like the extreme right. of life. <laughs> like when he's talking on the phone with her and stuff. And oh yeah. Like, you want to go to the party? And he's like, yeah, I don't want to. I want to. Oh, phone call. Phone's calling. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like that whole thing, and then just like oh, chucks the phone. Why do, do that? <laughs> I love uh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know what? Probably... He is in the rocker. He plays the music video guy who like directs them. <laughs> he's a, he's funny in that. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was good. I I, I loved this the scene where um I think they were at the party and Gustav, I think he was like trying to hook up with. Uh, Lake's character, I don't know her name, um, but he's like making out with her nose. It's so fun. I liked how weird that guy was. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he, he yeah, uh, Ken, Ken Marina. Is that his name? I don't know. He's in, uh, he's in the other two. I mean, he's in so many things. He's, he's always so like a random good. character, and yeah. he's been around for yeah a long, like, a long time. But in that show, the other two that I've brought up. I'm sure neither of you have watched, but about like the siblings of like a TikTok star, like mm. the older siblings. He plays the TikTok star's manager, and he's so oh, that's good. cool. Yeah, <laughs> he reminds me of like a Rob Riggle or something like that. Like they're kind of on yeah. the same length a little bit. Like they play similar characters, but like different enough where it it's not like it's not annoying. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, he's also in. I've seen him a lot in random stuff. I went and watched um. Party down, party down. So like, it's like Adam, Adam Scott. That's the right name, right? From Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um, it's like it was like one of his first parts, and it's like Martin Starr is in it. Oh, cool. It's one of these like freaks and geeks esque show where it's like it gained a like cult following like after kind of it came out. It's just like one season. I gotta check um, that out. Yeah, it's actually it's really good. It's like one of those really good old. Uh, series but uh, he he plays like again like the head of like it's like a catering business and he's like the head guy but like the same character just like the goofy guy who shouldn't be in charge but somehow is right right like it kind of reminds me of like what's his name uh diddy from get him to the greek (laughs) like how did that guy get in charge of anything (laughs) yeah (laughs) love it though it's so funny or like tom cruise and tropic thunder like Yes. Yeah. So good. Love it. Um, do y'all want to rate this? Well, let, you want to do locations quick? I mean, oh, there's not yeah, much. Yeah. It's very, uh, I couldn't find anything, right. believe it or not, for this movie. Um, I mean, obviously it's LA, though, around LA, California. But I literally looked it up. I couldn't figure anything out. Couldn't find anything. So Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Sometimes you can't find any locations. That's my job to figure it out, though. So I will do that. <laughs> I got some more time on my hands the next com- coming week. So we'll be good. Um, yeah. All right. Just throwing this out there now, though. Uh, Dimitri Martin is coming to Minneapolis on October 20th. So just saying, let's do it. You guys are in town. Too. Let's do it. <laughs> just I'm throwing it out there. Let's get tickets. Do what, what venue? Uh, State Theater. Yeah, let's do it. I'm so in. Down. Cool. Uh, Joe, you want to kick off the ratings? Uh, sure. Um, 
I really liked this movie. I think it did keep like I Mumblecore is not like my favorite style of movie, but this did keep me interested enough. And I do love Don LaFonte. So like it was it was definitely like like I don't know. It, it was it was a fun watch. Like I I'm not sure I would watch it like again, but I, I really liked watching it. Um so I'm probably gonna go probably gonna go 7.2 uh where's the smoothie girls because nice. uh, <laughs> yeah. i don't know i just thought that that whole character was just really funny to me yeah totally i love that um i'll go uh yeah i love this movie too this was this was a fun one yeah i don't know if i would like rewatch this but i'm glad i watched it like i love don lafonte and very nostalgic the cast was great fun little movie i would bef- definitely recommend this to people who like you know showbiz movies kind of indie showbiz movies i think people would enjoy it um you know with comedy with interesting comedy yes honestly not a bad duo but yeah sometimes like some of the comedy i'm like is this supposed to be funny or it's kind of like that those there's a lot of movies where i'm like recently that i've been watching and i'm like is this supposed to be funny i don't know and there are some moments in this where i'm like kind of laughing and i'm like ironically laughing i don't know if i'm supposed to be laughing who knows but it's funny to me so i guess it worked in some way some capacity um yeah i'm gonna go six five i think this was great i loved it um karaoke songs because anything with karaoke scene automatically is a point for me so uh there you go like if tusk had a a karaoke scene it would have been (laughs) higher than i rated it would have been like a three (laughs) what would that karaoke scene have looked like dude oh my god (laughs) it would have been the worst could have been like a nice first scene or something or like Haley joel's get drunk to karaoke yeah and like that's where he gets abducted or something yeah Uh, Like that guy is, you know, at the bar. Spoiler alert. <laughs> honestly, um, <laughs> honestly, probably would have been better than what was made. So, um, did you give it a unit? Yeah, I said karaoke songs. Okay, right. That's right. <laughs> Nothing really to do with the movie, but that's what stuck out to me. So, <laughs> um. I also love how many your reviews go. I love this movie, and then it's a six something. Um, because yeah, I know that is a me. I always say this. Like anything above a five to me is great. I think I it's a good rating. It's it's um, like it's like how C is like a passing grade, you know. Not everything's gonna be an A, exactly. but that doesn't mean it's better. It's like just it's not average. Exactly. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. I crushed it. What? I got a D that's passing. It's better than fail. It's like I know it's a like I, I think it's a good movie. But not all of it is for me. Like, I think there are parts that I really liked about it. But as a whole, it wasn't like my, it wasn't like, oh, this is made for me, you know, sort of thing. It's hard to explain. They actually, but... fun fact, they were like, we're making this for Joe Burnett. <laughs> See the <laughs> end of the credit scene? It said for yeah, Joe Burnett. Dedicated, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go eight, uh, eight nose kisses. Nice. Um, it's i just like again it's just one it's right up my alley just of the like great cast i wouldn't actively ever rewatch this like even now but it's like because it's a fun cast and it's like fun there's like no you don't really have to pay attention it's like a great 
I don't like using the term like background movie because I don't know when I really want like a true yeah. background movie, but it's like I, you're kind of paying attention, but it's kind of fine if you don't. Um, I'd yeah. never like probably sit down with people and be like, everyone, let's focus in. Yeah. Let's right. Watch this again. Right, right. Um, but it is good. It's just fun and it's just fun characters. Uh, and yeah. like we were saying, like Demetri Martin's characters and stuff, it's just, uh, I don't know, there's something funny just about these people in general, regardless of the plot. So, yeah. I like when movies I've seen with Dimitri, like I like when he plays kind of this, like, I don't want to say he's not a loser, but he's kind of like a, he's kind of like a, I mean, you can say it. He's like a hopeless romantic, kind of. Like he's, he's in love with this girl, but he's like, like a a sweet guy i should say like a funny sweet guy i don't like when he's like a, a little I mean, bit dorky a little, yeah dorky yeah. like it's funny when he's a okay. dick and stuff but like it's not i don't enjoy it as much as like something like this like i, I prefer yeah. him when i'm like i want to root for him i want to be like yeah dimitri get it <laughs> that's the best like when why and like all the awkward parts and stuff is like because it's you're you empathize with it so much and you're like even if it's not like oh that is me I think everyone understands those feelings. So to see it to an extreme, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, again, I just love that phone scene so much. Yeah. It's just like the pinnacle of that. I feel like his character like is that phone scene. Um, yeah. But you're still rooting for him. It's not like exactly. he's like that. And you're like, yeah, who cares about this guy? Though? Right, right. And I appreciate there's not one part in the movie where it's like, oh, I don't like this guy. Like you're always rooting for him. Like there's always like, you're always hoping he ends up with her at the end. And I also think that phone scene is so relatable. Like you were saying, like, I mean, you're you're scared to call girls and ask them out. Like it's a hard thing to do. Like I get it. I ever I feel like dudes can relate to that scene pretty well. You're just in it, like talking to anybody who you like want to agree with, you know. And then so you're trying to like say stuff, and then they kind of are like, well, yeah, I'm not going. You know, like, yeah, I, I I'm not going to go either. Yeah. <laughs> That's dumb. And they're like, well, I'm gonna I'm have to. And they're like, well, yeah, I'm going to too. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> And we'll always stay there. We've been there. We're going yep. there. We'll mm. be there. Um, all right. How about some news? You guys have anything you've been watching or any any news at all? I mean, it's been a while, so I can't remember. I've got two and one I'm going to save for the next podcast. Okay. I got one I'm going to save, too. One is, um, are you guys watching The House of the Dragon? Nope. I still have never no, seen um, Game of Thrones. You guys never got into Game of Thrones, right? I've watched no. I've I watched the first episode when it near when it came out, like within the first season. Years passed. I tried to watch the first episode again. Um, and that's about that's my extent of how far I've gone through Game of Thrones. It's too late now. There's too much. Yeah. There's I, too I much. Can't. It is a lot. It is a lot. But so they, they're coming back, and this is like kind of a prequel series. Um but I don't know. Like, I didn't really like how Game of Thrones ended. So, like, I'm hoping this just, like, is a little bit more redeeming than that. But uh, so what far, so good. Yeah. Two I've heard good things in. about it. So Yeah, I mean, it's definitely entertaining. I feel like it's uh, – I, I like the, like, um, Lord of the Ringsy style, like, um, kind of, like, fiction uh, shows. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, it has to be done well still. And so far this is done well. So, cool. so far I like it, but we're only two episodes in. So we'll see where it goes, but um, been watching that. Um, 
one other thing that I just, I don't know why this popped up for me, but I, I saw something this morning uh, about a horror movie that I think has either just come out or is coming out soon that looks awful, but I wanted to see if Joe, you knew about it. Uh, it's called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh yeah. I'm so pumped for that movie. Really? <laughs> Well, it's going to be know. like a cheesy, Horror shitty movie. It's going to be a cheesy, really, probably a really yeah. bad cheesy movie, but in a fun way. I'm definitely going to watch it. That's why, like, it made me think of you because I was like, this looks awful, but I bet you Joe's going to watch this for like. Oh, totally. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to love or hate this movie. I love Pooh, so like. I'll watch gonna it. I'm going to hate but... it because I don't want a horror version of him, or will I be like. This is great. I'm gonna watch it, <laughs> and then if it, if I think you'll like it, no I'll pick it. No bed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'll very curious. To watch. I'm so. I do want to know, like, if, if it's literally just a horror movie with like Pooh Bear and Piglet masks, or if it somehow is like, 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 are they gonna like? I don't know. No, I think it's like yet. actual, like. Okay. Yeah. Characters. This is an actual Pooh Bear. I don't care if this is a mask. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not. Real, I'm no, no. I like, think it's psycho. actual. I think it's actual Pooh Bear. I want live action Pooh Bear. That's what it I want is. A guy in a Pooh Bear. Whoa. I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure that's I'm, what I'm it is. I'm getting more into this. I'll send you the IMDb, Jesse. But All right. I, I'm glad you've heard of it because as soon as I saw it, like, I don't even know how it, it was like somehow recommended for me. I'm like, why? <laughs> but, <laughs> I love that. It's recommended you. <laughs> but, but once I saw, I, I like watched the trailer because I was curious enough because I was like, this just looks wild. And so I wanted to see if you had seen it. It's going to be so good. Whoa. In the worst way. All right. Um, yeah, that's going to be great. I'm glad you brought that up, actually. It's almost spooky. Very excited. I will be um, watching this trailer after. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I watched, I was on a plane, a bunch. I was on seven different planes in 10 days when I was in Europe. So I got to watch some movies. Funny, funny enough, I watched a lot of um, rewatches. So a lot of, uh, I mean, on an older movie kick, a lot of Hitchcock movies, but I watched a new one called Dial In For Murder. I have never seen it before. Fantastic Hitchcock movie. One of my favorites for sure. Um, and then I finally watched a Dumb and Dumber because everyone gave me so much shit for not watching it. And they quoted it all the time. Literally every, every single Ooh. person I know watch have seen this movie. Was and- this after the Idiocracy? I watched this I on guess. the plane to Sweden. Yeah, but when do people give you shit about it? I'm saying everyone, like the past just in 10 general, years, just... like everyone, every time, like someone quoted, quotes it, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. They're like, dumb and dumber. I'm like, I've never seen it. And they're like, what? Like it's just random I've people. Never, like I've never heard anyone quote it. Friends, family, <laughs> coworkers, like everyone just <laughs> does. It. It's crazy. Random people at bars will quote it. Um, so I'm like, okay, I have to watch this movie. And it's exactly what I expected. I don't know if you guys have seen it before. I'm sure you guys have both seen it, right? See, I'm 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 the I was the odd man out here. <laughs> but Fair. it doesn't happen often. Exactly. But it was it was exactly what I expected. It was very stupid and dumb. But it actually still held up fairly well, surprisingly enough, I thought. Um I don't know. I liked it enough where I would that's a movie I would like throw on just to throw on in the background of something. I don't know. It was funny enough to me. I mean, some parts were a little cringe, but I don't know. The whole plot is a little cringe too. The whole like dumb and dumber is a whole is a little cringe, but you know what? It's made, it's done. What can you do? 
just watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an essential part of like, I think Jim Carrey's like, I don't know. I mean, it was, I liked him in it, but he's done way better movies. I don't know. I could be, I could be uh, on the wrong side of that, but I also watched Elvis finally. Um, was which good? my review, I, I don't know. So this is interesting because I went into it knowing Baz Luhrmann, the director, you know, he did like Moulin Rouge, Romeo and Juliet, Great Gatsby. Great like Gatsby. he's known for like kind of modernizing older stories and kind of combining <laughs> the two and very interesting style. Like, I don't know. I've never really enjoyed any of his movies that I've seen, but I was like, I love Elvis. Like, I love Elvis as like a person. I, I want to like, I want this to be good. You know, it's, it's an interesting story and like, I don't know. I just can't get into his style of directing. I think I personally couldn't finish it, which is such a bummer because I think this, this is another series sequence where the trailer to me was better than the movie, but I, because there was so much potential to this movie, but it it felt like one long scene, like how they transition and cut to different scenes. It was like, they would zoom in, zoom out, new scene. Then they would like zoom to another scene. There was never like, breathing room it was always it was like a long it was like a two and a half hour music video and i just didn't vibe with that <laughs> i'm picturing like a prezi presentation literally though not Do you no remember joke. those no they joke. Either. it would just like start spinning <laughs> i'm not even kidding look watch the prezi parts of presentations it. okay I'm and excited. tom hanks i don't know I, could, I think they could have i don't know if he was good for the role either so which is weird to say because he's usually good at everything so I don't know. Yeah, hot take. I don't know. I Austin Butler, I think he did a very good job of like capturing Elvis to me, but I think his just the writing wasn't great in my opinion. So I, I was hoping for more of like a walk the line sort of movie than what we got. Austin gotcha. Butler is like has the exact profile of someone you would I know. So I don't Well, he's not in a band, so if he starts a band, you're flying across the country. <laughs> well, that's why I had high hopes. I was like, oh, this you know, Disney star, let's go. He's going to be good. Like well, You did show. say it was the writing. It's not him. It's I, I thought he, I actually thought he did a good job. Like I, I, I'm, I wish something different for him though. I was, I was wishing yeah. something more deep for him. It was almost like two. Or, or just like a band. Yeah. Or it's a band. Not, yeah. No movies. Just like a band. Yeah. Just join a band, Austin. You'll be good. But yeah, those are my movies that I've been watching. Anything for you, Jesse, or are you going to save it for the next one? I'm trying to think what I watched. Um, I don't think much. I've been just working on this movie I'm making. It's like Winnie the Pooh. It's like a horror style, though. It's uh, <laughs> coming out soon. You're the actor. So. You play Winnie. <laughs> you actually, we're like I, directing that and like. <laughs> yeah, I've been I pretty busy with it. <laughs> I would lose my mind. Crazy, crazy concept we had and set around with it. Working on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I'm sure there's a bunch of random series and it's, it's never movies. It's always series. It's like party down and like random series. I'll just like binge through really fast. I really, I don't think since the last time that I've, even the shows I was trying to keep up with, with like only murders in the building. And, uh, I feel like there's a few others that had episodes coming out. I actually haven't even. I totally forgot about them. Like now talking that I'm like, oh, I have to go watch those later because I'm sure the seasons are all done. Right, uh, right. But I did I did watch just before earlier today, uh, 
most of Jackass forever. Oh, nice. That we talked about. What do you think? What do you think? It was, I thought it was going to be even better. I don't even know why. Yeah, it's not it the just, best everyone, everyone loved it so much that I was like, this is going to be great. And it's, it's just it's jackass, like, though. Yeah, it's, it's like, jackass. It's good. They're funny. Some of them are like, it's like, I haven't seen the other ones in a very, very long time, but it's like pretty disgusting and gruesome, some of the oh, things. Yeah. Um, Did you watch the Dark Room one? Yes. That one is yeah. my favorite one. That one's hilarious. <laughs> I yeah, there's some where I'm like, oh, like they actually do stuff that I'm like, you could get. I'm telling like usually it's like, oh, they might break a bone or like get a concussion, <laughs> no. or, like real danger, but like just like bodily harm, death. And this like the bear, like yeah, just like in a room with a bear and the bear trainer is just like waiting to go in, and I'm like, how does someone not actually like die? I mean. They're all pretty beaten up. That last scene, I think Knoxville still has not recovered from. Uh, oh, I, dude, did you see the pogo stick? Yes, that's just, dis- yeah. I love Lance, oh. the camera guy, who's always been like this, though, who like throws up. All oh, the yeah, time. yeah. But yeah. he's still the camera guy for all of these. But he I would never want to do that. Yeah, he literally uh, comes up to him and just punches him in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God um anywhere near that uh nope <laughs> yeah oh, yeah it's just so weird to see that whole crew of like jeff Tremaine and uh Spike it is kind of weird and, and like and then just like pushing each other over we man's back and uh even the new people are pretty like the new people fit in way more than i thought the girl is pretty cool too people. i liked her yeah uh but i did see before like a shark week thing where poopies uh like actually got bit by a shark when they were doing a shark week thing and like it was pretty bad so sounds about right how they're all still alive who knows or most of them i don't know um they're fascinating though yeah they are knoxville and steve-o are weird interesting people there's something wrong with their brains for sure (laughs) yeah so just a lot of jackass there you go there you go. Not bad. All right. Should we wrap it up? This rippity wrap. Rippity wrap. Wrap, wrap, wrap. In a world.